Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 12 of the podcast. I'm your host, Ali, and I invite you all to sit and psych for a while. Thank you for coming back, and I want to thank you all for your ongoing support. The show is 12 episodes in today, and I certainly would not have been able to do it without all of you. The way that you can continue to keep the show going is by making sure you're following the show, you're subscribing, and you're sharing it with friends, family, and on social media so the podcast can reach more people. As always, if there's topics and questions you would like me to address on the podcast, please reach out to me via email or on social media. Today, I'm going to be talking about relationships and our values, social media and the role it plays, and lastly, loneliness and codependency. So, without further ado, please have a seat, and I hope you enjoy the show. In order for us to understand our relationships, we need to first explore our values. Our values are what provide us with a sense of identity, direction, and decision-making. They also help us define our boundaries in life. If our values are not healthy, or we don't know what they are, then those things are going to be unhealthy as well. Our values are what help us decide what we look for in a relationship. If we don't know our values, we don't know what we want, then it's like going into an unknown destination without any kind of direction or guidance. So what do we look for in a relationship? Open communication, trust, compatibility with personality, compatibility with long-term goals. So for example, if I want kids and the other person also wants kids, we want to live in the same area. Uh, we have lifestyles that are compatible with each other. There are going to be things that are important that are going to be non-negotiable. And there are going to be things that are not as important that we can compromise on or we can adapt to. Our values tell us which ones are which. And there are things that are going to match in a relationship and things that don't. Now obviously there are a lot of things that play a role in a relationship. The most important things to note are that there are two identities that come together. There are two sets of values which may have similarities and may have differences. Two people may and usually don't agree on everything. It's great if you do, but no relationship is going to be perfect. Imagine it's like two people moving in together with their own sets of furniture. Some items that we bring may be the same, may be different, or may be complementary to the other person's furniture. The biggest thing is to be able to agree and reach a resolve when it comes to the important things and our values tell us which ones. A relationship is never going to be 50-50. Things happen and the percentages shift based on what happens in the relationship or what's happening in that person's life. So one day a person may be doing more, the next day they could be doing less. So the relationship is not a budget sheet that you're trying to balance and you're both not accountants unless that's what you do for a living. But we're not trying to count up each other's tasks and figure out who owes what to the other person.
Now, with that proper example, social media can oftentimes be where we derive our expectations for relationships and our standards. How we perceive other people's lives and how they're portrayed on social media can be very misleading. It can have a negative impact on our self-worth, our self-esteem, because we're comparing ourselves to people without really truly knowing the full picture. So the reality is what we see on social media can be and is likely an inaccurate perception of someone's life as a whole. People are typically posting only the good things, not the bad things. And if our social media network becomes our standard to which we compare ourselves, we can start to feel pretty down or depressed about our lives. We can focus on the negatives, the things that we don't have, and we may feel unfulfilled. But it can also lead us to loneliness, which can be dangerous. And here's why. When we get lonely is when we get vulnerable. And when we get vulnerable is when we start to forfeit and compromise our values. So what we stand for, what's important to us, our boundaries, our identity. And we do this in order to fit someone else into our life or be able to fit into their life. Referring back to the furniture example, only in this scenario, it's like you get rid of the things you own because there wouldn't be room for someone else's furniture. It affects you in a very negative way. You feel low self-esteem, low self-worth, it can lead to anxiety, depression, and lastly, the most important one, a codependent relationship. So what is a codependent relationship? It's when we belong in a relationship that is one-sided or one-directional. One person is the core of that relationship in one or many aspects of it. They are the source of the other person's identity, emotional needs, self-worth, their happiness, confidence, sadness, direction, and the purpose of that person comes from the other individual. They create this sense of security, identity, and the overall structure of the relationship while the other person creates the space for it to happen. So if we refer back to our other analogy about the furniture, it's like two people are moving in, one brings the empty apartment, and the other person is bringing in every single piece of furniture. So the apartment owner doesn't have an identity in the relationship because without the furniture, they feel empty, just an empty apartment. And without the apartment, the other person only has furniture without a home. So it's like they have no structure and their values and goals are basically homeless. So how do people find themselves in codependent relationships? There are risk factors that perpetuate the relationship or create the circumstances for it to exist, such as poor boundaries, being a people pleaser or a peacemaker, having low self-esteem or low self-worth, being overly sensitive to others' perceptions of yourself, and overall a lack of control. So, you know, someone else comes in and is able to provide you with that sense of control, you know, false sense of control. So what do these relationships look like? Again, it's a one-sided relationship. There is dysfunctional communication, the individual is typically scared to speak up or express their feelings. There are poor boundaries in their relationship. There is typically a person who is passive, 
meaning they let things go even though it is harmful or it is against what they stand for. And it's typically someone who is aggressive, someone who is steamrolling or pushing their agenda and their values onto the other person. And this is why those two personalities tend to be very complementary of each other, because one provides what the other is missing. There's a lot of manipulation and control. There's a lot of abuse, whether it's verbal, physical, or sexual abuse within that relationship. And it's overall just an energy-draining relationship. There's a draining aspect to it. You're almost absorbed into someone's life. You take on their values, their likes, their dislikes, their interests, and their friends. So how does this happen? Is there a pattern? Because this didn't happen overnight. It developed over a period of time. And it could have been transferred from one relationship to another. It could stem from unhealthy family relationships when the person was growing up. So maybe there was unhealthy communication or unhealthy boundaries in that family. Which is why it is hard to recognize and it's hard to get out of a codependent relationships. We slowly, gradually shift into these relationships. It's almost like a seamless transition. So it isn't obvious to the person a lot of the time. It's typically other people that are looking from the outside in that can see it. It's a lot like an addiction. It happens slowly and the individual who is in that relationship becomes immersed in it. Change or getting out of that relationship can seem very scary because of the uncertainty of what things can be like on the outside. There tends to be a level of comfort with what is familiar to us, even though it could be harmful or unhealthy. It's typically hard to break that cycle. So how does one get out of a codependent relationship? Well, we have to start with our values. Going back to what we discussed earlier as being a very important part of a relationship, our values are what help us define where we want to be, who we want to be, and we figure out are we following our own values or another person's. If you can define your values, you can derive your own identity, who you are, what you want, and you can begin to set healthier boundaries by knowing what is important and what is not, what's negotiable and what's not. Work on improving communication skills and being more assertive. And you don't have to do any of this alone. You can work with a therapist, someone that can be objective and provide you some guidance. They can help you see the bigger picture. You can ask for help from family and friends. And again, being patient with yourself is really important. You didn't get to this position overnight and it's not going to be fixed overnight. So know that it might get worse before it gets better. You might feel emptiness and a void inside. However, it's a void that you get to fill on your own terms and it's something that will reflect what you truly want, not someone else. And that part takes time. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of episode 12. Thank you all for coming and thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, if there's topics or questions you would like me to address on the podcast, please reach out to me via email or on social media. 
Make sure you're subscribed and following so you don't miss any information or new episodes. And also make sure that you're sharing the episode on social media. It helps more than you can imagine. Again, thank you for coming by and I hope you enjoyed the show. I'll see you next time.